sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Welcome, everybody, to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Charles Rich. Thought I'd throw that one in very quickly. My guest this evening is interior design and staging expert, Leah Jones from LJ Interiors. Leah, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. We yeah, got to know too. each other at an event at the district not long ago. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about it. And uh, yeah, and you were so wonderful. We had to bring you on to talk about Perfect. some stuff. We also have a special bonus treat. None other then the lovely and fabulous Bethany Reed Peterson is back with us. Bethany, how you doing? I'm well, guys. Thanks for uh, having me on this side of the mic. I, doing you know, the uh, the cocktology. Doing the cocktology. Yeah. Leah, we're going to yeah. have you back at some point if you're willing to do the cocktology okay. because we like to rotate now our mistress or yeah. master of the cocktological Fantastic. arts. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Well, yeah. let's get through the podcast right. and see if you <laughs> still feel that way in about an hour. Right. Um, all right. So, Bethany, you have cooked up something like insanely cool for this insanely hot day. It is. Well, it's like 95 degrees today. I hate to complain. I hate to complain. But oh my God, it's, it's so hot. It is so hot. So yes, I have a, a delicious cocktail for us with um, a base of mezcal and tequila. It's called the Oaxaca Night, and it is perfect for a steaming hot day like this. Oh my God. Yeah, we're probably going to burn through a lot of those today, aren't we? we? Yeah, I think we will. I know. Even if it's air-conditioned, you can still feel the heat outside. Yeah. So, all right. Well, in that case, Johnson, let's play our mixing music. And Bethany, tell us what to do. All right. So, we've got a few things happening here. Firstly is we've got... Actually, I'm going to start off with our, our mixers. Took the, uh, the liberty of doing some honey syrup. Oh my goodness, all right. And lime juice, fresh lime juice. So I juiced this like maybe an hour ago. Oh my like God, that. good for you. So we got in got trouble last week for shit. using bottled lime. You got you got in trouble for what? Using uh, the, the little spritz oh. wine. Oh. Or a lime, rather. I, I knew that I shouldn't, but oh God, did I ever get called out. Yeah, so we've got three quarters of an ounce of lime juice per... I'm just going to do because I'm not a bartender by any means. I'm going to just do this all in uh, in measures of four because we've got four of us here. That's right, because our illustrious producer, Brett Johnson, right. always drinks with us. All right. So that's our lime juice, fresh lime juice, which lasts up to 10 hours after it's been freshly squeezed. Just a little fun fact. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Indeed. Then what happens to it? Does it become poison? It goes, it, like, it starts to oxidize a bit too much. Okay, so now I'm doing um, honey syrup, which is three to one honey and water. Okay. You just mix that, honey and hot water, I should say. So you just mix that up in a, I do it in a jar with a little bit of hot water. Mm-hmm. And it lasts up to five days in the fridge. Fabulous. So the trick with this cocktail is to pre-mix, or no, I'm sorry, not to pre-mix, to, to uh, prepare your ingredients ahead of time. Makes sense. You don't want to let yeah. it sit there while you are watering, adding water to your honey and exactly. all that other nonsense. So there's that. Now we've got, um, this calls for Del Magai or Del Magay, M-A-G-U-E-Y, Vita. Okay. 
Mezcal. We'll call that. Okay, that works. Which, if you're not familiar with Mezcal, it's um, quite smoky and delicious. Mezcal is the stuff right now. Everybody is loving Mezcal. And tequila. This is one ounce of Mezcal per drink. Okay. Do, 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 do. So I got two. We got four going in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my mouth is literally watering on this. All right. Okay. So how do, I want to know, how do bartenders, like, sit there and, like, talk with their their patrons when they're pouring drinks? This is actually, you have to, like, really be able to pay multitask. Attention. Yeah. Right? Pay attention, especially if you're not great with your ratios. Maybe that's why some drinks are a little stiffer than others. That's right. they're not paying attention. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Actually, you know, that's kind of brilliant. I just realized if you watch them make it, distract them for a little bit and then go back and say, oh, I think you forgot to put in the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then second to last, we've got um, tequila blanco. And this one I'm using is uh, es- Espolone, I believe. It's- E-S-P-O-L-O-N. Is that right? Am I reading that correctly? I believe you are. Yeah. I believe you are. And that is a, a, a good tequila. Enjoy it. It is so, 100% agave. I don't know if it's blue agave or agave. Is 100% agave. It doesn't say if it's blue agave. And I don't know my tequila, so uh, don't quiz me on that one. And then lastly, we've got Angostura. So you've got a few shakes per cocktail. One, two, three, four. All right. All righty. And then add your ice and we shake away. And you shake away. The wonderful yeah. theater segment of the show with that awesome sound coming through. By the way, regarding the bartenders, as uh, I think it's you know it strikes me as though it's you know it's kind of like real like a, 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 a pianists and things, right? I mean, how the hell do people play the piano and do anything else? You know, maybe sing, but you know, they do. It takes a lot of concentration. I think you just got to have a different part of your brain that is firing simultaneously. Right. I'm gonna try the stolen drink concept though. <laughs> Possibly brilliant, or maybe it won't be. And of course, Bethany's going to shake it until we have a nice frosty nice coating. Frosty. So the another trick is that you shake a drink until you can no longer shake it because your hand's too cold. Oh, fair enough. Did you know that? Interesting little fact it for is the home a... bartender. <laughs> See, once again, I've said it before. We're, right. We are an informational show. We are educational. Oh, Greg, might need your help on this. Can't get the top open. There oh, we go. I'm on the spot. Here we go. Boom. Voila. Thank you, sir. Massive All right. hands. Say she loosened it, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and we are pouring these into coupe glasses. Oh, do you know what I forgot on this first round? On the next one, I'll do what you actually do is I forgot to do the. Uh, you add a, um, a two-inch shaving or a twist uh, of grapefruit. Uh, yeah. Um, the giant each, orange thing. <laughs> yeah, the giant, the giant orange thing that Greg's like. What is that thing? So you know what I'll do instead for the time. I will. Um, I'll just do a garnish. Oh, fair enough. There you go. All right. So, uh, and once, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Bethany. Well, I was going to say, well, I've got a couple, we've got a couple rounds here. Fabulous. Because, you know what? Again, hot day, we're going to need them. And Johnson, let's test your memory. What is the history of the coupe class? Uh Uh-oh. I don't think I was paying attention in class. Oh, my God. Do you know, Leah? No, I was going to say, what class do you learn this in? Drink in the style, 201, you're exactly right. <laughs> Bethany, do you recall the, uh, or are you familiar with the coupe? Yeah, the coupe glass was um, fashioned, if you will, after the breasts of Marie Antoinette. That is correct. 
That is correct, which, again, Newkirk, the, the late, great Newkirk, may he rest in peace, um, who's not dead yet, but still, these <laughs> should rest in peace. I think it's a perfectly nice thing to say. Um, uh, brought that bit of information to us, and I thought that was fascinating. And now you know. And now, now you know. <laughs> I just want to know how many, you know, measurings the glass blower required in order to get it perfectly right. correct. All right. And you are garnishing with garnishing the... Garnishing with the... Well, so in the... The actual drink calls for the garnish to actually be in the shaker, but we forgot that. So Fair. haven't even started drinking, and I'm already forgetting things, guys. <laughs> well, the next round, we'll try it. Now we'll yeah. have a comparison, an exactly. A and B. Exactly. All right. And again, the color is orange. They are very, very attractive. And that table's clean enough. There we fine. go. It's fine. Alcohol kills everything. Right. There you are, my dear. All right. And then here is Mr. Johnson's, and then that's... And he'll be in in just a second, but until then, he will simply cue up the swallowing music, and we'll give this a try. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Oh, my God, it's delicious. That's delicious. That is... Bethany, well done. Fantastic. Well done. Thank did you, you try this before you brought came and did it on the show, or was this a... Oh, yeah. You've it's done one of this my in the favorites. past? And I was, you know, because I was trying to uh, make sure that I got it right on the show, which yes. almost did it. Yes. I had to make lots of them this week, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you are a trooper. Yes, yes. A trooper. That's fabulous. All right. Let's go next to our, this week, pretty not, no, it's a pretty random, random question that, uh, that I like to bring in. So are you ready? Here we go. Leah, have you ever sung karaoke? I have. Right. Yes. What song did you sing? So I sing a lot, but I think my favorite and my go-to is Sweet Home Alabama. It's oh my just God. a good, you know, it's a good hit. It's a popular. Everybody can sing along. I think everybody has a memory kind of associated with it. So it's just a classic. Where the skies are so blue. Right. Could you right. sing it like without the lyrics if you had to? I probably. If I had music, yes. Not the lyrics, but yes, I could probably sing it. So I, I won't today. I'll save everyone their ears, but I could. I was I could. tempted to ask. Yeah. Slide. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good for you. What about you, Bethany? What do you, uh, what, what, what's your karaoke song? Oh, my karaoke. Oh, that's such a tricky one. Um, do you know what? I'm going to cheat on this one and I'm going to say, um, to be real, which is a song that I said was my. To be real. The, that was your theme to song. Be real. Yeah. My theme song. Good for you. All right. Because, you know, why not? It's disco and fun. Good. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Johnson, we should probably uh, take a break and head into our uh, our commercial. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, we're going to start by talking about staging, I think. Okay. That sounds Stick great. Stick around, ladies and gentlemen, and try this cocktail. It's amazing. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, oh, Beyond the Sea, being sung by Helen Shapiro, the uh, oft-overlooked Helen Shapiro. 
She is a really talented, smoky, kind of a transitional artist in the 50s from kind of the crooners to kind of the the pop music. And if you ever look at her, it's hysterical. She's got this giant beehive and a couple of her (laughs) albums. And I mean, she just, she fits 100%. We are talking with Leah Jones from LJ Interiors. So, Leah, tell us about your firm. So um, I have been in business for about four years. Um, So I typically work with clients that are just kind of renovating their homes. They're kind of tired of their homes and they're just looking for kind of a facelift, a fresh look and feel. Um, You know, it's certainly something that has come up, you know, during the pandemic and that people were at home and they're stuck basically Mm -hmm. and they're noticing things, you know, and they say, ugh. I don't like this space now that I'm actually here and watching it over and over and over. And because I think, you know, you kind of live in your house, but you don't really pay attention to your house often. Mm -hmm. So it's true. Yeah. So um, that has really picked up, you know, over the last couple of years. But essentially, it's, you know, just kind of helping people um, give, again, their house just like a a facelift, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So it could be through paint, it could be through furniture, carpet, flooring, you know, uh, kitchen remodels, the whole the whole spiel, basically, but just kind of wherever they, you know, are looking to update in their homes. So sure. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, everybody has been home, as we've said. And you know what, how many times I mean, can you look at that god-awful brown reclining chair that you could overlook for the past right. 15 years? So, yeah, and the, and the business has gone crazy. Now, you also, of course, do staging. Yeah, so I started my business actually as a stager just because it was kind of like, well, this is how I can get into the business, um, work with real estate agents. And, and I just really love helping people in their homes, honestly. So whether they're staying or whether they're going, um, but just having – or helping people kind of find um, things to do in their home to kind of get them ready either for sale or for their future in their homes. But um, yeah, with the staging, it's just kind of like giving them um, a checklist of a, you know, or to-do list basically that just is going to help them get their home prepared and ready for photos, you know, because as they say, you give about seven seconds, you know, to a home as you're looking online. And so if something doesn't capture you right away, you're not going to flip to the next picture and then you're also not going to want to go into the house and actually see what they have to offer. So right. uh, so it's really important, you know, to kind of set your home apart from others mm-hmm. and just make sure that people are really, you know, getting their eyes on yours and setting it apart from the things that or the other homes, you know, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, with interest rates um, just increasing recently and mm-hmm. things, you know, it's just real volatile right now. Just we don't know what's going to happen. Um, so it's really, really important to make sure that we're doing the most, you know, for our home and that we're presenting it in a way that looks like we've taken care of it mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's um, it's not – our home anymore. It's a home for somebody else to buy and start their life. And so there's a lot of tips and tricks and things that I help people with, like during a consultation, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of get them to start to detach from their home. And they then don't believe like, or they don't kind of think, you know, that it's theirs anymore, that they're just kind of setting it, setting it up, um, you know, for somebody else to kind of look, you that's, know, look at it. So That's actually kind of brilliant because yeah. one of the big problems I know that stagers and Habitation actually did a bit of staging yeah. back in its earliest days, but yeah. um, it, it's difficult to go in and tell people that their house must be changed so that other people find it attractive. Right. But by 
framing it in that way. This is for this isn't for you. I mean, oh, it's fabulous. You you know did everything, but for other people, right? We need to make these changes, no matter you know how much you love it. Right, well, right. F- well framed. Yeah, I mean, it's really important because it is a very psychological thing. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, um, you know, even if it's just like changing a paint color or something like that, um, it's it's not it's not your home anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So changing things like that that will just appeal to the broader audience is going to be what gets the most eyes on your home. And it's sometimes very difficult, especially if people have been in their home for 20 and 30 and 40 years. They've raised families. There's a lot of memories. You know, mm-hmm. associated to it. So, and I'm so um, sorry, but those family photos have to come. It, down. And that's just it. You know, it's not that we don't love your family photos, but we need to make sure that when a buyer comes in, it's that they see it as a potential for it to be their home and to make their memories, and not like, mm-hmm. oh, well, Jimmy and Sally live here, and this is how they grew up in this home. So we need to make sure that that is not a part of the equation. So I can, yeah, 100. I mean, you know, your aunt Gertie was a very handsome woman, <laughs> yes. but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably not the, the message we want to convey. Right, so with the right. majority of your clients then, are you saying that you work with their existing furniture and, and pieces or you're bringing in new pieces? So it actually depends. And it's a it's a part of the relationship that I have with the agent that I'm working with. Um, and I wouldn't even say that it's 50-50. It really just depends on the home, um, how much work they have done, how much time I have. Sometimes I have like two days. You know, it's can you come in? Can you do a consultation? Can you let them know what they need to do? And we're going to have photos and list it in two days. So you have to be reasonable. You know, you have to give them a list of things that are um, like action items that they can get done and that are going to make the most impact. Mm -hmm. Um, If we do have a little bit longer of a time, you know, it it might be paint or carpet or countertops or whatever it might be. So it really just depends. Um, And then there's also situations where the homeowners have moved out. So in that respect, then it would be a total vacant. So we would bring in furniture. We would bring in all the things that make it look like a home. Mm -hmm. Um, We set up, you know, kind of the vignettes to just say, like, in this area, this is what you could do, you Mm -hmm. know. And um, especially, like, in flex spaces that might be an office or a playroom or, you know, things like that. So we just need to kind of demonstrate what a space is used for, Um, making sure that people understand, you know, how furniture fits. Because people, there's a lot of people that just don't see that or Most can't see people, that. They don't have imaginations. I mean, that's why turnkey houses. Right. I mean, you're foolish if you don't. I mean, if you have a house that is not turnkey and you're trying to sell it, well, Especially you know what? Right honestly, now. give me a call because you're not going to get the price that you would get once it is turnkey. Right. So I'll buy it and uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll have you come in yeah. and and make yep. it beautiful. Right. Yeah. What about merchandise, though? I mean, it's so hard to find. Where are you getting? You know, it's tricky. I mean, obviously, things that are custom, those are just going to take longer. And that's a lot, you know, a conversation that I have with people right away is just basically what's your threshold? You know, like how how long are you willing to wait? But there are some retailers that you can, you know, go in and kind of swoop up, you know, a set of chairs or a table or a lamp or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I certainly have inventory that can kind of offset that as well that, you know, I can rent to people. But um, it's just something that you have to be very diligent about and make sure that you have things to offer to people, you know, whether it's a rental situation or a purchase situation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's tricky. The supply chain is tricky right now. It's a mess. So, I mean, it's a mess. It, it it's a really mess. Is. And yeah. I mean, it's nice so, in that, you know, you, you're picking out things. These are not things that the homeowner is necessarily going to keep. This correct. is not stuff that's staying. So 
you have to make it attractive. Yes. That's the whole concept. Yes. But yeah. you don't have to worry about, you know, the the details that would normally come with an interior design project. Right, right. It doesn't have to be a specific style. It just has to kind of, like I said, resonate and, you know, appeal to the broad audience. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, because that's the whole thing. You don't – I mean, it's yeah. – so let me ask you that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you come in and you do a project, mm-hmm. are you – you know, what's the level of, of, of risk – that you are willing to take? Are you basically just trying to avoid making it look uh, uh, too unusual? Does it have to be non-objectionable overall? Or can you go in and create a little bit of style? Yeah, how neutral does it have oh, to be? Oh, absolutely. That's the word I, mean, I was struggling I, to find. I, Thank I you. Know, it's like, I know. It's like everything <laughs> yes. has to be neutral. But yes. I sometimes think, like, and please correct me if I'm yeah, wrong, but yeah. sometimes I think, and depending upon the house, it absolutely neutral isn't not like not that you want to go crazy. It's but not the right. It's not the always yes. the right thing. For right, the exactly. Specific house. Exactly. And I think that there are you know if there are rooms or spaces in the home that you really want to play up. You know whether it's architecture, whether it's stained glass windows. You know those kinds of things. You definitely want to emphasize those. Um, you start with a neutral foundation, so sofas, chairs, things like that. But then you accessorize. You know with pillows and throws and artwork and kind of have like a color theme. You know throughout the house, so that as you start in this room, you know you see blue and then you you go into the kitchen and you see blue. So you really want to start to kind of meander the house to like what other blue elements are, am I going to find? So I definitely think that you should incorporate some color or a color palette, you know, in a home, but just to kind of have that, lay that foundation, you know, that neutral foundation, just because then you see the house and you don't see the stuff in the house and you see the space, point. you know, yeah. you see the architecture, you see the windows you know, and that kind of thing. So um, that's kind of the art of staging is that it isn't design, but there are some design elements, you know, that you incorporate um, just because again, it's you don't know if it's going to be a 50-year-old couple, you know, with kids that are off to college, or you don't know if it's a new family that's coming to the neighborhood. You kind of have an idea based on where the house is mm-hmm. and in, in the neighbors and stuff like that. But um, you just kind of want to appeal to the broad demographic, basically. So, yeah, yeah. so not too specific. That does make a lot of sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, it still gives you a little bit of latitude because, Absolutely. you know, if it, if it looks too generic – Right. Well, then, you know, you're you not accomplishing imagine. what you want to do. Yeah, like, so if you're the home buyer, then it's too generic, like you're saying, yeah. then mm-hmm. it's like, I can't see myself right. in this space. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you just kind of put your own flair on it, but at the same time, just keeping it so it's not fussy, um, that it doesn't draw too much attention to it. But but you, again, just want to want to see more of the house. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you have, how many, um, I mean, generally speaking, have you ever had a client that, like, you've completely stage something and now everything's consistent and it looks beautiful and now have they come back and said do you know what my house looks beautiful I don't want to sell it (laughs) because now it's finally put together yes yes that happens actually a lot honestly um yeah it does so the love it or list it thing they'll actually suddenly they love it obviously they never stay you know because that wasn't why I was brought in there but yes I mean it's more of a I love my house but it's it's honestly more of I never thought to do that. I never thought I could put that chair there. I never thought I could put this up on the man. I mean, whatever it is, but it's just like when you see something one way and only one way and it's for over, you know, over time, you can't 
see it any other way. Absolutely true. You know what I mean? So so when I come in or just a stager in general would come in, they have a different perspective. They haven't lived in this house for 15, 20 years mm-hmm. or even five years sometimes, but they can just see things different. And, you know, it's a spatial thing that they say, oh, well, if you put this by the window and this by the fireplace, then it'll just look completely different and the flow will be different and all of these things. But, um, but they just, the homeowner just can't imagine it any other way than how it is. So- so yes, that does happen actually a lot. Or just um, oh, I really love that piece. Or where can I get that? Or can I buy that from you? You know. So it's just like you know, just introducing some life into their house that yeah. just wasn't there before. Um, fresh you know, energy. Yeah, fresh energy. I mean, one of the yeah. big like the biggest things that I tell people is just like put green plants in their home, like fresh or faux. It doesn't matter. It just brings life into their home. Mm-hmm. It feels like a finished space. Yeah. Um, and it feels like a space that they really want to stay in. So, Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Absolutely true. All right. Well, we should yeah. take another quick break. Yeah. Um, and I want to ask you when you get back, if you've ever been hired to just go in and just redo someone's house. But don't say anything yet, but Sweet. we'll get into that in just a second. <laughs> this is Drink in the Style. I'm Gregory Rich. We'll be back in a moment. Completely That's so hard to bear, you give me fever. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. That is a great cover of Fever, isn't it? It's a great cover. I know. Great cover on a great day. That's a, it is a, great time, a great day. When you're drinking this much, every day is a great day. Right. Yeah. And you're in air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yes. You know what? I think Fever will be my uh, karaoke Ooh. song. I'll probably never sing karaoke again, but that will be a great song. If I could. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're never going to sing karaoke? Yeah, right. That's an absolute, right? Greg. I didn't say, I, I said I probably. Oh, we can sure. go to the tape right. if oh, we need to. Okay, fine. But I don't even it know probably where anyone never does will. karaoke yeah, anymore. Never, <laughs> never know how much I love you. Never. Okay, sorry. Uh, so this is Drinking the Style. You may be listening to us on Saturday, in which case it's like 7.30 right now, I bet. Or Sunday, it could be like 5.30, but most likely you've downloaded us as a podcast. And if you have, and you have not given us a five-star review, honestly, hang your head in shame. Hang your head in shame. It's the least you can do after (laughs) all of this hard work that my liver has put in. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the toll on my body that I go through. All right, back to uh, back to our conversation with Leah Jones. Leah, all right, we met just a few weeks ago, yeah. actually, at the RISA event that you held at the District of Dinah, yeah. and that is an organization of which you are a part. Tell us about it. Yeah, so RISA is the Real Estate and Staging Association, and they have been around since 2007. Um, so basically, it's an organization, it's a nonprofit organization that was formed so that stagers and designers um, basically have kind of a set of rules, you know, that sets them apart. You know, it's like a professional uh, trade organization that we have 
have guidelines that we follow so that it's not just your group of hobbyists, you know, that mm-hmm. like to make houses look pretty. It's actually um, business owners that they're doing this, you know, to make money, but they're also doing it because um, that there are a set of like rules and standards that we follow and there's a mission statement and, you know, all of these things that, that basically we want to set ourselves apart, you know, from others that are just kind of doing this as something that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to kind of make sure that the agents that we work with are understanding that this is, you know, something that really does um, basically, um, I don't know, give them some credibility, mm-hmm. you know, so that we work with them, we partner with them, we are an extension of their team. You know, we don't necessarily work with them or work for them, but um, we're an extension of their team so that there's this level of professionalism that we bring to the table. Um, they're working with their clients to um, get their homes, you know, prepared, you know, for the market. But we're also working with these clients also to kind of um, revamp, refresh their homes, you know, so maybe they've bought a house and they're in it and now they're like, what do I I do with this space like how how do I make it my own um so yeah it's been around you know for definitely a long time um but it's important that you know when agents work with a stager that they are credible you know that they are like certified kind of licensed that they've gone through some training um that they know what they're doing and yes. they not, it's not just well I think yeah. right or maybe you should or and and then definitely there's a lot of it that is just like a feeling mm-hmm. you know that there is a lot of that but also it's this is the why and we can explain the why behind it you know mm-hmm. and so um there's a lot of statistics like if you stage your home then it sells faster or if you stage your home then it's going to net you more money you know so it's going to be fewer days on the market there's a lot of statistics behind um staging and just the value around it so um so risa as an organization just kind of um you know brings this group of individuals together and we are like-minded we're all individual business owners and we're all striving kind of for the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. so there's that, you know, that it's, we're not competing with one another. We know that there's enough, you know, people, there are, there are enough people, there is enough business to kind of go around essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so you but may yeah. as well collaborate and have us a, a, Absolutely. a mission statement yes. and a code of ethics yes. because that's, yes. you know, we, there are a lot of companies out there yes. that, you know, are basically... Not dealing with things on the total up and up, right? And have created all this nonsense, right? You guys clearly are, and at the group, right. When I met the group, I mean, yeah. this was a this was a fabulous group yeah. of, of, of people that yeah. were that were in in there. And then when you had the event, also, yep. you guys did something that actually has been happening more and more yeah. at the district, which is the headshots yeah. that you were yes. giving out. Yes, so that was oh, a wow. fabulous. So we had it was just our it was our monthly meeting, and so our monthly meetings, you know, we go to different places, and it's more like our our theme this year is just kind of growth you know business like how are we growing our business and so we want to make sure that our members are being introduced to people and places and um you know just things like kind of in the market that can help them grow their business so whether they're a stager whether they're a designer it doesn't matter because there's a lot of crossover um but yeah so we had our we had our monthly meeting um must have been like may our may meeting um at in in your showroom and well in in the space and then we had some headshots and so basically the headshots 
portion of it was just that, you know, we're professionals. Like we need to have um, we need to have something that you know looks like us, feels like us, and it was just a great backdrop, you know, to be able to use your showroom. Um, But it was great just because it was like something that you know we could use for our email signature or our social media or just to say like we are legit instead of like hey can you take my phone and snap a quick snapshot a passport style yeah (laughs) I know right exactly so we worked with Caroline Ellingbow and she's um, amazing she's amazing and she has um, you know she has both the photography and she does digital marketing and stuff so she works with a lot of clients like that Um, but she yeah so she came in and she took our photos and it was just amazing and she just made everybody feel super comfortable and relaxed really and yeah and And the nice thing is that you can go I mean through habitation through the lounge area there are different backgrounds and different kind of different vignettes to kind of space right right headshots right because not every bit not every one of our businesses is the same nor do we have like the same kind of clientele so Mm -hmm. to have like a different backdrop that represents like our style of business I mean I resonated with one of them like immediately because it was like that's my client you know Mm -hmm. those are the types of clients that I work with and these are the pieces or these are the things that I could see you know working well in their home yeah exactly your style exactly so and I should say I loved that I, we we loved as well we've had a couple of organizations now yeah. who have done this and and she has done the same sh- shoes because she is literally one of the best yes. people I've ever seen yes. at doing this yes I mean she's yes. fabulous she just makes everybody feel comfortable and she's like she's good at kind of guiding you because when you have like professional photos taken it's so uncomfortable it's so awkward it's where do I put my hands how do I stand right. you know and she's it's just do this do that move that you know I mean it's just super great who so, sorry remind me the name of the photographer so she's uh, Caroline Ellingbow Okay. Yeah, so yes. it's Ellingbow Photography. Ellingbow Is that the? Yeah. A, yeah. She's that, if that's not cool. it, uh, give me a call. I'll, I'll make sure I refer yeah, you to her because amazing. she is worthwhile. Yep. But yeah, no. Uh, uh, it, and again, I, I'm sorry. I have to plug yeah. uh, any organizations <laughs> that would like to put together an event right. like that and right, come right. in and use the Habitation Showroom and the District to Dine and Lounge. Yes. We are more than happy to accommodate you. Yeah. So, but you made a great point on that, and that is that you picked a vignette that really reflects who your clientele is. And the truth is you do staging, and that's an important part of your practice, but the design aspect is enormously it, important as well. It, it's, it's you know, near and dear to my heart. You know, I think, I mean, I grew up, my dad was an estimator, so I was around blueprints, you know, from a wee little age, if you will. Um, but I love homes, and I just love kind of how different each home is and how it reflects the homeowners. And if it doesn't, like, let's get it to reflect exactly. you, you know? I mean, you've got to have so a certain that, level of psychological yes, insight as a designer. Yes. Bethany, you know this yes. as well. I mean, Atelier yes. Reed is... Is yes. a phenomenal design practice. Yeah. Well, thank you. And you guys need to understand. I mean, I'm not a designer. I say this all the time, um, which is great because it allows me to brag about the building design without sounding arrogant. Well, right. I always sound arrogant, right. but uh, <laughs> because Carl did pretty much the entire thing, yes. and I can enjoy. 
puffing that up. It's fabulous. It's because of his magical hair. Yes. I love right? Carl's magical, gorgeous hair. Right? And of course, Carl, if you're listening, of course, it's because your design is amazing. But I just have a crush on your hair, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He has amazing hair. He does have amazing hair. When I first hired him, he had short, short hair. Oh, and then wow. during COVID, oh, wow. he grew it out. Of course he did, because no one could get their hair cut. Exactly. Right. Wait, but it's such. But this is an interesting thing that I think that stagers, who people who are stagers as well as designers, that is a really tough task. Because you want to talk about a level of psychology that's there so it's like what you're saying before like when you're staging it's you're designing for someone who's going to move into your home and it's mm-hmm. no longer your home whereas when you're designing complete you're designing opposite. for complete the person opposite. who is there so yes that, it's almost like you're playing psychologist to your client oh as well. it is it is and it's so funny because not um not that they will come out and say it but i am sort of a marriage counselor also mm-hmm. you know, oh, when sure. I designers with the designers. are and I love it. And I really don't, you know, it's really not a big deal. And I just, and I love the clients that I work with and the relationships that I have with them. But um, yeah, it's, it's different. It's totally different. And it's very personal. Like design is very personal, whereas staging is a Literally, lot less. Yeah. You're, lot you're, less. You're, you're looking at it, an imaginary client, yeah. essentially, versus yeah, trying you to don't reflect know. and create something that's absolutely yep. beautiful for you it. Just don't know. So do you have... I mean, I know you can work with almost any style. The point yeah. is that you talk to the client and you understand what they want. Yeah. And again, the skills that people don't understand that a designer really has is not in picking the particular pieces of furniture. The des- the skills are in balancing a room. The skills are in making sure that everything is, is cohesive. Right. Um, nevertheless, do you have a style that's particularly close to your heart? Um, you know, it's probably something that's like totally made up. You know, it's like HTV, like they just throw out this word and that word. You know, it's, um, gosh, contemporary comfortable is honestly <gasps> what I say. I like that. Because it's like, it's a little bit more modern, mm-hmm. but it's also like, come sit on my furniture. Let's have a conversation. You know, yes. like throw the pillows on the floor if you want. That's totally fine. Um, and it is, again, totally made up. But that's kind of what I sometimes feel design is. Mm-hmm. It's just this word and that word, and we're going to mash it up, and we're going to try and throw it all together. But but that's a great description because contemporary is, is not generally comfortable. Yeah. That's the biggest problem you know, with contemporary furniture. Right, right. When I say in two, like when I tell clients like modern, I say it's I don't mean acrylic. Like <laughs> there's a place, there's a for, place acrylic, for acrylic. Although but people understand not, how fragile but acrylic furniture yes, is. Yes, right. but, but I'm you're like, not that's, designing like the apartment in American right, Psycho. Right, right, exactly. That have to I, be you know, and so like when you <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So you have to it's like. Are yeah, you a psycho? No. Do you want your room designed? <laughs> Call LP. <Call. laughs> right, right. So you have to have a little bit more of a story yes. when you use certain words, and it's like yes. modern. But this, but this and that, you know, so that's kind of what my style is, is that I literally want people to come through the doors of my house and sit down and be comfortable. Yes. That's what I want. But you know how hard that is? And like for it's anyone super who, because we're all, you know, super in hard. the design world, yes, but for anyone yes. who's listening that is not in the design world, they're starting to design their house. Yeah. That's really difficult to achieve it is. a room that not only looks mm-hmm. fabulous. Yes. yes. 
and contemporary. Yes. But also when you sit down on the furniture, yeah. you actually want to have a gorgeous cocktail or a cup of coffee right. or whatever. <laughs> you want to hang about a while. Right. right. That's an art right. form unto right. itself. Right. Well, and that it's okay if you have pets or if you have children yes. or if you have a life, you know, because that's so many of the clients that I work with is just that that's, we're busy. We have this going on. You know, there's just so many components and it's just like I just need a space for my kids to crash. Mm-hmm. And but but look nice. But make it work. But make I mean, it work. And it has to be. Puppy to yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So right. I mean, it has to be like more than anything. And before the aesthetic portion of it, it has to perform. It has to be efficient. It has to have a workflow. It has to be. You know, like if I'm working in the kitchen, I'm like, if this is in your way. Then let's fix this, and right. then we'll get to the pretty part. Yes. Because there's so many, there's like a thousand ways to make it pretty, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't function, then it doesn't matter you what it looks use like. It. Exactly. It's the whole like yes. cliche of you know putting lipstick on a pig. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it really is because if like it just doesn't work, then let's not. Or if we can't get it to work, then let's not even begin. Yeah. Like, let's not even begin. No. Let's not make a mess of your house because it won't matter. It yeah. won't matter if it looks nice, if it just doesn't work. Amen to that. Yeah. And Habitation stopped selling uncomfortable furniture. <laughs> For a while, I was literally like, you know, oh, that's yeah. freaking gorgeous. Let's, uh, let's, let's bring that in. But you know what? If you're not going to enjoy being in that room, right. if you're not going to actually, then no. it's just worthless. It's worthless. It's worthless. I agree. Yeah. All right. We need to take one more break and yeah. then I'm going to push my way through to the next level of inebriation. <laughs> um, <laughs> drink in the style with Gregory Rich, Bethany Reed Peterson, Hello. and Leah Jones. We'll be back in just a moment. See me walking down the street And I start to cry Each time we meet Walk on by Aren't these such better covers Than the versions that you're familiar with? I mean that, that, that is sexy singing Right there What is that song? Walk on by you don't hear those types oh, of voices. Oh, of course. You don't. Wasn't this on like the Forrest Gump soundtrack? But the actual, not the, the cover. like one that was super popular on the charts. Yes. But these versions are, oh, she's so sultry. I picked it because she's smoky and we're doing uh, oh. uh, Mescal. Yeah, I'm going to run with that I, for Yeah, a while. I was like, I like how you just put that one together, Greg. And then you're like, oh, I did it on purpose. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's like designers <laughs> who come in. You do it as well every now and then. Yes, I completely planned that. Of course, it's planned. <laughs> All right. We are drinking the style. And this is Gregory Rich. We're with Bethany Reed Peterson and Leah Jones. Leah, before we forget, I do this every time because otherwise I would forget. Tell folks how they can contact you and where they can see your work. Um, they can contact me. They can find me on my website. It's L or Leah. No, L <laughs> J. These are strong drinks. The cocktails the are working. I they changed are strong it at the beginning of the month, and it's still like not rolling off my tongue. So it's okay, L J Interiors M N dot com, 
or on my socials. It's just LJ Interiors MN. So both Instagram and Facebook, you can find me. So you can send me a DM or call me, whichever you would like, however you'd like to reach out to me. So Fair. And I will say, yeah. if I may again toot my own horn, which is a weird expression, isn't it? I mean, on many, many levels. I, let's not think about it too too much, shall we? If you'd like to, go right ahead. <laughs> um, that said, chances are if you put in Leah Jones, you're probably going to come up with this particular episode of Drink in the Style and, of course, your website. So Fantastic. you are findable, and I encourage folks to check out your site. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Bethany. Oh, Bethany. The hostess. I'm not allowed to say hostess anymore, am I? I don't. I mean, are you allowed? Is anyone allowed to say anything anymore? That's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> point. The host slash hostess, he, the, she, them, whatever it happens to be, of Arrived Podcast. Yes. Which is amazing. Have you started your new season yet? I delayed the new season. Okay. The new season. Well, so two things. New season of Arrived is dropping in the fall, in the autumn. Um, and then arrived daily, which is the week daily, 15 minutes or less episode podcast is dropping July 20th. Oh my God. You're going to do a daily podcast. Yeah. Totally unscripted. How are you going to drink that much every day? I know. Um, (laughs) do you know what I actually, I was thinking about this, Greg, and I think I might actually do like a Saturday installment where I literally mix up a drink. (gasps) Really? On like Instagram Live, and then I just take the audio of that it, and then I move fun. it over. Because that should be super fun. So then Monday to Friday is, you know, professional, professional, and Saturday professional is heavy Bethany, and, and it's then like Saturday real life, is real life. Who you are? Your true colors. <laughs> BTS, exactly. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yes. Bethany. Yeah. So arrive daily drops July twentieth. I love and it. And they can, um, your lovely listeners, your audience can uh, find me at. Uh, atelierreed.com slash D-I-T-S for Drink in the Style for a free gift. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. I'm going to check it out. I can't wait for the gift. I should also mention, by the way, habitationdesign.com. I never give that. Anyway, there it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through yet another episode on behalf of Leah and Bethany, even Johnson, frankly. Yeah, Johnson. I would like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. I'll quote Hunter S. Thompson. I hate to recommend drugs, alcohol, and insanity to anybody, but it's always worked for me. Good night, everybody. <laughs>